Hey everyone, good morning. It is Thursday, September 28th. You're listening to the Mo News Podcast. I'm Jill Wagner. This is the place where we bring you just the facts. We read all the news and read between the lines so you don't have to. Before we get going, I wanted to quickly mention that I got some great messages from people who told me that their kids listen to this podcast or that they listen with their kids. Megan told me that her seven and eight-year-olds love it. Another mom, Brittany, said that her six-year-old daughter and 12 and 13-year-old boys listen every day. And she says it gives them something to talk about. So hi, guys, if you're out there, thank you so much for listening. And it's just great to know that we have listeners of all ages really appreciate the support. By the way, you can message me anytime on Instagram. It's Jill R. Wagner. I read them. I respond. I I really like hearing from everyone. So um, thank you again. Now to the headlines. The Republican presidential candidates took the stage in California last night. I'll have the takeaways from their second debate, sans Donald Trump. Meanwhile, time is running out for lawmakers to reach a deal that would prevent a government shutdown. In Philadelphia, more than 50 people arrested following a night of looting throughout the city. A NASA astronaut back here on Earth after an unexpected and record-setting mission in space. And you are not imagining things. Everyone, all right, not everyone, is on Ozempic or Wegovy. We've got these skyrocketing numbers, plus a business deal in the fitness space. Lululemon and Peloton are teaming up. I'll tell you about it. The Hollywood writer strike is officially over. But what we really want to know, when will our favorite shows be coming back? Bruce Springsteen has canceled the rest of his shows for this year. Plus, I'll have On This Day in History. Let's start with presidential politics. Seven Republican presidential candidates faced off in a second Somewhat chaotic primary debate. This time they were at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library in Simi Valley, California. And once again, Donald Trump was a no-show on stage. You had Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, entrepreneur Vivek Ramaswamy, former Vice President Mike Pence, former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, and North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum. The moderators from Fox and Univision asked about immigration, crime, health care, education, and a bunch of other issues. Notably, both Christie and DeSantis took shots at Trump for not showing up. Here is DeSantis followed by Christie. Donald Trump is missing in action. He should be on this stage tonight. He owes it to you to defend his record where they added 7.8 trillion to the debt. That set the stage for the inflation that we have. And I wanna look at that camera right now and tell you, Donald, I know you're watching. You can't help yourself. I know you're watching, okay? And you're not here tonight not because of polls and not because of your indictments. You're not here tonight because you're afraid of being on the stage and defending your record. You're ducking these things. And let me tell you what's gonna happen. You keep doing that, no one up here is gonna call you Donald Trump anymore. We're gonna call you Donald Duck. All right. I wanna ask Don- You can hear what sounds like a little bit of clapping, also some boos to that joke. The reaction on Twitter to that joke wasn't great either. As for Trump, the heavy favorite, he headed to the Detroit suburbs where he spoke at a non-union automotive industry supplier amid the UAW strike. His pitch to workers, they should back him because he would stop the auto industry's planned shift to electric vehicles, which Trump says will send jobs to China. Of course, Moshe is on paternity leave, but politics is his bread and butter. He and I were chatting a bit during the debate 
I asked him what he thought. He called it the JV debate part two verdict. Meh. (laughs) So far, he said it is looking like Trump's decision to stay out of these debates is a good one. And he says he doesn't really see how any of the candidates break out anytime soon and compete with Trump, who still has a huge lead in the polls. He said the first hour was more substance with the candidates attacking each other a bit less. The second hour, fewer issues and more of just a food fight. We've got plenty more on the debates on the Mosh Instagram account. So check it out at M-O-S-H-E-H. It will be interesting to see the polls in a couple of days and see if this debate moves the needle at all for any of the candidates. Also on the political beat, it is looking more likely that the government will shut down effective 1201 on Sunday. Congress is still working through this logjam. The issue, House conservatives are looking for deep spending cuts that simply won't pass the Senate, which does have a slim Democratic majority. For its part, the Senate released a plan to keep the government funded through November 17th, Just to buy everybody a little bit more time, it includes some funding for Ukraine and also FEMA. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, though, has already rejected that bipartisan bill. He is suggesting that a meeting with President Biden would be, quote, very important. But the White House says that is not happening, because if you remember, McCarthy and Biden had met and agreed on a spending plan. But now some House Republicans are going back on that plan and say that they want more budget cuts. So that is where we are. Talks continue, but again, time is running out. All right, we have plenty of news coming up, but first, a word from a couple of our sponsors. We've often talked how we only want to endorse things on this podcast that we really love, and Bowl and Branch Bedding and Sheets is one of those things. We've had them for a few months in my house and have been loving them. Bowl and Branch has made the summer of record heat a bit easier. They've got really soft and breathable sheets. Bowl and Branch, that is B-O-L-L, and Branch Sheets are made with organic cotton and without some of those harsh chemicals used by other brands and the sheets genuinely get softer with every single wash right now they are offering a special deal to the mo news community you can get 15 percent off your first order when you use the promo code mo news at bowlandbranch.com that is bowl and branch b-o-l-l-a-n-d branch.com the promo code is mo news m-o-n-e-w-s there are some exclusions so see the site for details And now to Athletic Greens, we often talk about health trends on this podcast and how to make sure that we're all getting all of our nutrients and the things that we actually need. Well, enter Athletic Greens. It is just one scoop with a glass of water in the morning. That's when I have it. It is easy, quick, and lets you get on with your day knowing that you have gotten over 75 important ingredients, including tons of vitamins and minerals. It also has pre and probiotics to support digestion and gut health. With your first purchase of AG1, Athletic Greens is giving Mo News listeners a free one-year supply of their vitamin D and five free travel packs of AG1. Visit drinkag1.com slash monews to take advantage of this offer. You can get a discounted monthly subscription or try it one time for just a month. Again, that is drinkag1.com slash monews, M-O-N-E-W-S for this special deal and really start to take ownership of your health. Time now for the speed read. The cleanup continues in Philadelphia. This from NBC10 in the city. More than 50 people have been arrested following a night of looting throughout Philadelphia. Large crowds, mostly consisting of young people, 
looted multiple stores and damaged property across Philadelphia on Tuesday night. Officials say it was around 8 p.m. when police started to receive calls that large crowds were making their way into Center City. Among the stores looted, Foot Locker, an Apple store, Lululemon, and more than a dozen liquor stores. The acting police commissioner saying that Tuesday's looting had nothing to do with a peaceful protest that was taking place earlier in the night after charges were dismissed against a Philadelphia police officer who had shot and killed Eddie Irizarry, a driver who had a knife. Instead, the acting police commissioner arguing that those involved in the looting used the protest as an excuse to engage in criminal behavior. He said, quote, this had nothing to do with the protests that we had tonight was a bunch of criminal opportunists. The mayor saying that those involved are going to have to pay a price. He said, this is not shoplifting. This is looting. This is a riot. From CNN, record-breaking NASA astronaut Frank Rubio has finally returned to Earth, feeling the pull of the planet's gravity for the first time in more than a year. Rubio and his two Russian colleagues parachuted to a landing in Kazakhstan aboard a Russian capsule on Wednesday. The crew's arrival marked the end of a long and unexpected journey for Rubio. He had been slated to spend only six months aboard the International Space Station, and instead he logged a total of 371 days in space. It followed the discovery of a coolant leak coming from his original ride while he was docked to the orbiting outpost. Rubio's stay set a new record for the longest that a U.S. astronaut has ever spent in microgravity. He also became the first American to log an entire calendar year in orbit. This was his first journey to space after being selected by NASA in 2017. And at the outset of the mission, he became the first astronaut of Salvadoran origin to travel to low Earth orbit. In a recent interview with CNN, he said that had he known that his stay on the space station would be twice as long as originally planned... He, quote, probably would have declined the assignment. And that is because he said he has family things that were going on this past year. So he said if he had known that he was going to have to miss those important events, he may have had to actually pass up the opportunity. Rubio has four children. He is now expected to begin this journey home. And if you're thinking, why are Russia and the United States cooperating in space, but not here on Earth? Rubio traveled to the space station on a Russian spacecraft. This is part of a ride-sharing agreement between NASA and Roscosmos, the Russian space agency. It was hashed out in the summer of 2022. Amid Russia's invasion of Ukraine, this seat swap arrangement was an effort to continue this longstanding policy that has sought to ensure access to the space station for both the United States and Russia, who are the primary operators of the outpost should either country experience spacecraft issues that left their astronauts grounded. The Ozempic craze continues from CNBC. U.S. healthcare providers wrote more than 9 million prescriptions for Ozempic, Wegovy, and similar diabetes and obesity drugs during the last three months of 2022 alone. This is according to a new analysis that came out on Wednesday. The report from the analytics firm Trilliant Health, it shows that quarterly prescriptions for those drugs increased 300% between early 2020 and the end of last year. Novo Nordisk's weekly diabetes injection Ozempic accounted for about 65% of the total prescriptions as of the end of last year, and it was primarily prescribed off-label for its ability to help patients lose weight. The data further confirming the rise in demand for that group of drugs, which have fueled a frenzy among Americans and on Wall Street for their ability to cause significant weight loss. The treatments known as GLP-1s mimic a hormone in the gut to suppress a person's appetite, but the rate of future 
future prescription volumes will largely depend on whether manufacturers of those drugs can resolve widespread supply shortages. From Bloomberg, Lululemon agreed to a five-year partnership with Peloton that involves tapping its online workouts and teaming up on apparel. This is a deal that helps the yoga wear company wind down an unprofitable foray into the digital fitness equipment space. As part of this deal, Lululemon will make co-branded clothing that Peloton will sell on its website and at retail stores. Lululemon is going to be bringing Peloton content to its mirror device but ultimately does plan to phase out that product and stop selling the mirror hardware by the end of 2023. The Lululemon Studio Mirror, it's a nearly $1,000 device that lets people work out in front of a 43-inch screen. At the same time, Lululemon will be discontinuing a relatively new digital-only subscription that costs about $13 a month. That is a service that competes with a Peloton plan called App One and also Apple Inc.'s Fitness Plus. Lululemon will be pushing users toward the Peloton app as part of this agreement. From NBC News, the Writers Guild of America strike is officially over. That strike started on May 2nd and ended at 12.01 a.m. Wednesday after the union and the studios reached a tentative deal. But what we really want to know from the Associated Press, now that the writers' strike is over, when will our favorite shows return? So if you are a fan of comedy and late night, expect to see your favorite hosts back on the air next week. NBC's The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, ABC's Jimmy Kimmel Live, and The Late Show with Stephen Colbert and CBS all say that they are going to return on Monday. However, they are going to have a bit of a guest shortage, and that is because there's also an actor strike affecting about 65,000 screen actors, which limits the promotional appearances that are the lifeblood of late night shows. It also is going to prevent a lot of other projects from returning to normal. There is still no word on when Saturday Night Live will return for its 49th season. Its writers can be at work soon on sketches, and its actors can actually perform because they work under a different contract that's not covered by the actor strike. Although as union members, they might be reluctant to do so. The fastest show to make it back would be Real Time with Bill Maher. That's going to actually be returning tomorrow on Friday. Writers' rooms for scripted shows that shut down at the strike's onset, including Netflix's Stranger Things, Severance on Apple TV+, and Abbott Elementary on ABC, also likely to reactivate quickly. But there are no performers to act out the scripts, so you can expect a delay for when new seasons will actually be released. The question, are there any new series or movies coming out this fall? The answer, according to the AP, absolutely. Networks had to get creative with fall programming by tapping into international shows, game shows, and more sports. But there are still several new series and movies coming out this year. Some standout newcomers include a Walking Dead show focused on fan favorite Daryl Dixon and a John Wick prequel series that are airing now. Still to premiere, a new Jesse Martin NBC series called Irrational and a Frasier sequel. And from The Hollywood Reporter, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band are postponing all of their 2023 tour dates to next year. As Springsteen recovers from peptic ulcer disease, he made the announcement Wednesday on social media, writing, Thanks to all of my friends and fans for your good wishes, encouragement, and support. I am on the mend and can't wait to see you all next year. 
Springsteen is 74 years old. He has spent the past few weeks recovering from peptic ulcer disease. That is a break in the lining of the stomach or intestine caused by increased acid. It affects about 5 to 10% of the population, and it's caused by bacteria, not coffee or stress. His doctor has advised him to continue treatment for the remainder of the year. Those rescheduled dates for each of the 2023 shows will be announced next week. All of the shows will take place at their originally scheduled venues, and fans who cannot attend the new dates will have 30 days to request a refund if purchased through official ticketing companies. Time now for On This Day in History. I have to say, I felt like it was slim pickings today. I don't know. Maybe I don't have the On This Day skill set that most does. I couldn't find that much that went on on September 28th. But here goes On This Day in 1542, the explorer Juan Rodriguez Cabrillo, known as the discoverer of California, landed near what is now San Diego. He became the first European to set foot on the West Coast of what would become the United States. On this day in 2008, SpaceX successfully launched its Falcon 1, becoming the first privately owned company to send a liquid-fueled rocket into orbit. On this day in 2018, the Arctic shipping lane opens because of ice melt. A cargo ship completed the journey. That successful voyage was actually a landmark moment for the international shipping industry, but a sobering reminder of the extent to which the Earth's ice caps had melted. That was my last item in On This Day, but I felt like it was a little bit depressing and I did not want to end it that way. So I just did a little bit more searching and I found something a little bit happier to end this podcast. On This Day in 2012, the musical comedy Pitch Perfect premiered in theaters on the cusp of an a cappella revival. I got my ticket for the long way round to buy the whiskey for the way. That is me attempting cups, which I cannot do. And as all of you know, I can't sing either. So I'll end the podcast right here. Thank you for listening to the Mo News podcast. If you like what you hear, share this with your friends. It will help us grow. Follow us and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Review us in the App Store. Give us a call, 1-800-711-MOSH, M-O-S-H. And don't forget to follow us over on Instagram, at Mosh, M-O-S-H-E-H. Mosh, Alex, Olivia, if you guys are listening, we miss you and we hope that you're doing well. See you guys tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the Mo News Podcast.